Welcome to Really Old Movies, I'm your host Harrison Scullin. Today I'll be reviewing a film from acclaimed and controversial director D.W. Griffith, his film Intolerance from 1916. Alright, so now I'll be discussing my thoughts and feelings on the plot, the acting, the directing, cinematography and special effects, and the music for the film Intolerance from 1916. So, the plot I gave a 5 out of 5. I love the overlaying of the four different stories which take place over uh, hundreds, even thousands of years apart from each other. And yet, they are able to lace them together with common attributes and examples of intolerance in human history. And I also love the use of visual metaphors and symbolism, and I think they were great and spectacular. Um, and I, I just love the, the professionalism and the sophistication of this plot and storyline. I mean... We know that there's some great books and stories from generations, you know, hundreds and thousands of years, right? But just knowing that film was in such a young and early stage and that we already had such a sophisticated way of making movies is really, really impressive. I mean, gosh, the film's almost 105 years old. You know, it's really impressive what they were able to accomplish here with the plot and Many of the other things that I'll get into further down the road. So, overall though, love the plot. Give it a 5 out of 5. Alright, in regards to acting, I gave a 2 out of 5. Unfortunately, to me, this is where the movie suffers. I think there are too many characters to keep up with and trying to remember their storylines for. The film's almost 3 hours long. And in some cases, it's over three hours long. The one I watched is the standard one, which is about two hours and 45, I believe. The acting itself, though, was pretty good. I was just having a hard time keeping track of all the storylines going on. I don't think that's due to the actors themselves. It was just, there were just so many to keep track of. It really was hard to keep track of. But I, do, I will say the actress who played the dear one in the modern storyline... Um, she was really really good you know the the expressions she made when she was really disappointed and really sad and really happy she had she had quite the abilities there with expressing that i mean again this is a silent film there's no dialogue at all the way they're able to express themselves with their faces and their hand movements really impressive stuff from her especially but again too many to keep track of and and this is due to how movies and storylines were done there was not too much depth to the characters although if you look at the works of Shakespeare you know from 600 years ago 500 years ago they had some deep characters so I don't really know why in this era of cinema uh, there weren't too deep of characters but I digress the acting overall gave it a 2 out of 5 unfortunately now, directing-wise, I gave it a 4 out of 5. You know, not talking about the controversial man D.W. Griffith himself. He definitely was a pretty, pretty double-edged sword figure, if we think about it. But 
all that aside, I think it takes a really talented and really hardworking director to piece together such a huge and ambitious film. You know, the way each scene is directed and staged is incredible, especially in ba the Babylon scenes. There's thousands of extras walking around. I can't imagine how much of a nightmare directing that many people was and just trying to keep it all running. You know, it's it's insane. And I learned, however, they didn't make enough money in returns to justify the ex insanely expensive plot for that time period. So unfortunately, this led to a lot of the financial turmoil he suffered from the rest of his life. I mean, he invested his own money in this, and unfortunately, he didn't make that much of a return. And and just, just his abilities are amazing here. Again, not talking about him as a person, just his abilities as a director. Alright, now the cinematography and special effects... I think were the greatest part of the film. I gave a 5 out of 5. The tracking shots in Babylon, these were a brand new technique. And I've seen the behind the scenes. It was a huge little a huge tower he was on top of looking down at all the people and just how crazy they were doing that because there were no cranes. There was none of what we have now. They had to build it themselves. It's impressive what they were able to do. And the great color tints that they use for the different time periods but also to show the different times of day you know there'd be characters in a house and it's the sepia tone and then when they walk outside especially at night it was a blue tone so it that told you oh it's dark outside um really impressive stuff here i uh i really liked the special effects especially and and just how gruesome they were too like especially in the babylon scenes there are people's heads getting cut off and being stabbed, and it looked pretty realistic. And considering how this film's 105 years old, really, really impressive stuff that they were able to do. So, give it a 5 out of 5. Great, great use of cinematography, great use of special effects. Alright, the music. Now, I gave that a 4 out of 5. Now, once again, as it is with many silent films... Um, this particular version, I don't know if it's the original score or not, uh, just because, A, it's in the public domain, that's, that's a given, you know, you, you never know, right? And also, m uh, sheet music, especially from this era, tends to disappear. So, just based on the version I watched, I really liked. Um, I thought it felt, I felt it fit really well in many of the scenes but the only reason why I don't give it a five is there were some instances where I felt it was really loud and over dramatic especially during more somber and quiet scenes uh, and uh, <laughs> so that that's what leads me to think I don't think this is the original score because it doesn't always fit in perfectly for these scenes so other than that though it was a great great score I gave it a four out of five Alright, so tabulating that all together, that brings it to a 4 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Again, I think this is a great film. I really enjoyed it. Uh, despite its flaws, I think it was a great film. A great time capsule of this era, too. Not just of, uh, you know, the different storylines or special effects, but even the modern tale now is over a hundred years ago and getting some insight into what 
what life was like in America in 1916. You know, there's not a whole lot we really know about this era other than from the few films that were made during this era and some of the, you know, uh, pictures and, and stories and whatnot. And it's always so fascinating just to see the world as it used to be. And, yeah, I I want to learn more about it, you know. It, it makes you want to know more of what the world really was like back in that era and how drastically different it is to what we're used to now. I mean, many of the characters in this movie, especially in this scene, um, the older people, I realize if they're in their 60s or 70s, like they were born in the mid-1800s. Like they saw the Civil War. It just blows my mind that we have actual footage, not just photos, but footage of people who were alive during the Civil War, maybe even earlier in some cases. So, again, great film. Really impressed with the special effects and the sophistication of it. It is a tad bit long. Um, I will say it wasn't always captivating. Pretty hard to watch at some parts. Not because it was controversial or anything, but more of is really slowly paced and I think that's understandable for a film that's 105 years old. <laughs> kind of different on how they made movies back then. Um, and the set pieces are superb and I think some of the greatest you'll ever see during the silent era. And again, just a testament to the abilities of D.W. Griffith and all of his uh, all of his co-workers that put this film together. Alright, so those are my thoughts and feelings on Intolerance from 1916. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And make sure to subscribe to our, our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, where we release episodes 8pm Pacific Standard Time on Fridays. And also make sure to subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook to get some behind the scenes information on the week's particular episode as well as our YouTube channel, where I'll do a monthly recap on all the movies I watched for for each month and uh, kind of averaging out all of the, the scores overall for the month. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care.